0: Are you a clinician in primary care who wishes there were better resources to help you understand how to navigate the concept of triage in modern general practice? We'll boost your triage skills with our dynamic five-session live webinar course tailored for primary care clinicians. Led by myself and Dr. Ed Pooley from Difficult Conversations, this comprehensive training covers all facets of remote patient triage, whether that be digital, on-call or other opportunities. Through this course, you'll gain practical knowledge, exclusive hints and tips, and direct access to myself and Ed through open Q&A sessions of the course. Elevate your ability to manage primary care challenges effectively and confidently, and most importantly, safely. Register now to transform your triage approach at bit.ly slash GP triage course, the GP in capitals, and we will definitely catch you then. Have you ever spent ages waiting at your doctor's practice wondering why is it taking so long? In this video I'm going to explain why that might be happening and also why going to a doctor's appointment is kind of like catching a plane. Yeah, I know it sounds a bit strange, but let's talk about it as we tech enhance your primary care and learning. I'm sure you've been in a situation where you've been waiting for one of your healthcare appointments, whether it's with a doctor, a nurse or somebody else at your practice or even in the hospital and sometimes it can be really frustrating that you're left there waiting. I'm going to share with you how I explain it to patients as to why sometimes you are kept waiting at the practice, how this is relevant to remote consultations like on the telephone or video, and simple things that hopefully make that experience a lot better for everybody involved. So imagine you're going on holiday and you need to catch a plane. Flight leaves at 10 o'clock. Well, you're not going to arrive at the airport at 10 o'clock, are you? You're going to get up. Get to the airport on time. Particularly if you're driving, you're going to need time to park as well. Check in, making sure your luggage has gone through if that's relevant. Get through security. Board your plane with plenty of time to make sure you're ready to go off with the plane when it's time to fly. In a way, it's no different when it comes to your appointment at the practice. It's important to make sure you've got everything that you need for your appointment. So, for example, if you're going for a medication review, potentially having your medication is with you. Really relevant for things like inhalers and stuff. Or at least having that list of healthcare issues that you've got ready to discuss with your healthcare professionals. Leaving early enough to allow for travel issues, such as, for example, if the bus is running late or if you need to find parking. Checking in at the reception desk, whether that's with the reception team themselves or electronic booking methods. Making sure you've gone through all the infection control processes, so particularly with recently COVID being around, that you follow the guidance in terms of what you need to do in attending your practice. And then being at the right place at the healthcare centre for your appointment. Ready to go see your clinician nice and easy unfortunately it doesn't always go that way does it sometimes when you're going for a flight there may be problems elsewhere either with the plane or in other parts of the airport meaning that the flight is delayed at your practice that might be because there's problems elsewhere in the practice that mean the appointment has to be delayed for example this could be unwell patients urgent healthcare issues that the clinician has to deal with or other issues within the practice that mean that things are going slower when you're travelling, sometimes those problems with your plane may be down to earlier problems with flights not arriving and leaving on time, and unfortunately that can definitely be the case in practices as well. The person being seen before you may have taken longer for a variety of reasons, and that unfortunately will mean that your appointment will be delayed. I know I often try and give the patients as much time as I feel they need, and that may be more time that I've got allocated for that appointment, whilst also trying to be fair to the other patients waiting to still have contact with me. Normally a practice would hope that they would be able to deal with the patient in the allocated time that they have, that can be for example 10 minutes. As I said that may not always be possible and if you think about it, if the doctor spends an extra couple of minutes with every single patient that they've seen and you're patient number 15, that's potentially at least half an hour they may be running behind. We all hate it when we're waiting for our flight to go away and then we get that dreaded announcement that unfortunately the plane cannot take off and the flight has to be cancelled. This is likely because the plane is broken and is unsafe to fly. This unfortunately can happen with your practice appointments and likely to be due to issues in the practice. For example, with IT failures in the practice, issues of staff illness or other types of emergencies. And for that reason, your appointment may need to be delayed. If this happens, this is normally a significant issue, which your practice will try and keep you informed of as best as possible. But sometimes that doesn't always work so well. And unfortunately, recent challenges such as growing demand and expectations joined with reducing staff and resources mean that they may lead to further delays. However, one thing to remember, that once your plane is gone, I'm afraid it is gone. For example, if you're coming for an appointment and you are late, unless you have a time machine, that appointment has passed and you won't be able to have that unit of care. All practices will have policies of what to do in that situation. Often, they may be able to slot you in at another time either later that day or on another day, depending on the capacity that is available. Just like an airport, there's only a certain number of planes available and we can't really make more up. And that will be the same with your healthcare appointment. If it is a medically urgent problem, then your practice will try their best to make sure they can deal with that as quickly as possible based on the information they have and the resources available. It's important to note, with many practices now offering remote consultations like phone or video consultations, if you have an allocated time for that appointment, then it's really important that you're ready for it. The same or similar rules will apply for remote consultations. However, most practices will often try at least twice to contact you. Do remember that emergencies do sometimes happen at the practice. And do remember, all practices will have their own terms and policies, which will be available likely on their practice website, kind of like on a plane ticket. Leave a like down below if you have found this episode useful either in attending your GP practice for an appointment or in catching a plane. Additionally, check out this video right here that explains the various different types of appointments in general practice. Or check out this video that explains why it can be difficult sometimes getting an appointment with your GP. Oh, hello there, GP learner. I'm Dr Gandalf and I often get asked, what kind of resources do you have to try and help those using EMIS? Because you tend to do a lot more stuff for System 1. And often I've really struggled to answer that question because let's be honest, I don't use EMIS on a regular basis. So therefore trying to help EMIS users is a little bit more difficult for myself. And that really made me feel, well, not great. So I kind of did something to try and help all those EMIS users out there. I went and had a chat with one of my colleagues, Dr. Mike from GP on the Move, and him and I have created a course that you can use to help you use EMIS so much better. That's right, if you use EMIS but you want to use it so much better, so much quicker, and in such a way that means you go home sooner, then check out our EMIS for Clinicians course. It's an online course that takes you through all the tips and tricks that Dr. Mike knows to try and basically mean you can go home quicker. That'd be a cool thing, wouldn't it? And guess what? It's currently on offer. So if you want to take advantage of this introductory offer, and get access to it now, look at the links down below and check it out. Additionally, if you're a practice, network, or wide area that wants more opportunity to use it, send me an email, egplearning at gmail.com. Let's see if we can help you out. And as I like to say, tech enhance your primary care and learning. Shall we get back to it? Oh, and if you wanted one for System 1 users, well, you know I've got you covered, haven't I? Check out the Learn System 1 for Clinicians course, bit.ly slash tpp s1 course.